Hello Assassins! Gustav also known as Gargudon here, and for the first time in about three months, welcome back to the Assassin's Creed podcast, The Memory Court. Just like before I went away to amongst other things focused on math tests, this podcast is hosted by me, and for each episode, I have a guest with me who will be discussing a topic regarding Assassin's Creed with me. Today, for episode 7, we are going to be discussing AC Origins and the future of the series. So for today's guest, we have got my lad, Dave Woodward, who from what he told me is very happy to be featured on the show here today. Say hi. Hi, Devin. You okay? Absolutely. Now, to those who might not know about you, Dave, uh, just tell the audience a short bit about yourself and um, what kind of things you do here in the Assassin's Creed community. I'm just basically a uh, huge Assassin's Creed fan. I'm a collector. collect all the statues. Um, covered in tattoos. That's about it. I'm not your basic YouTuber. Yeah, um, I saw some yeah. of your Twitter pictures there. Um, I mean, I I think tattoos are pretty cool as well. And I must say that is dedication, to be honest. Um, I mean, that's 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 awesome. Um, I think they're pretty cool. Um, so yeah. So as you can hear, David, uh, David's a dedicated fan, and it is a pleasure for me to have enthusiasts like you here on the show. Now, should you be interested in keeping up with David, links to his social media pages will be in the description below. But now it is time to kick off today's topic discussion about Assassin's Creed Origins. So, recently during E3 2017, Assassin's Creed Origins was finally, after almost a year of speculation and rumors, officially announced during Xbox's press conference on June 11th. And as most of you probably know, the game is set to release Friday, October 27th this year, which many of us, including myself, is very hyped for. At first, I was very skeptical about the whole ancient Egypt and going way back to before the birth of Jesus concept, but to be honest, I must say that in many, many ways, Assassin's Creed Origins looks like everything I could want in an Assassin's Creed game. Now, I thought it would be interesting to dig deeper into what the story is going to consist of in the new game, as well as gameplay and features and what the future of the series is going to be like now that the new era for Assassin's Creed begins with the tale of how the Brotherhood was born. So, just before we make this discussion a go, do you have anything to say or ask? Uh, no. Let's get going. Alrighty then. So, with introductions and such out of the way, let's get straight to the questions I have prepared. So, the first question I have for you is, what are you at the moment most excited for about Assassin's Creed Origins and why? Going back to uh, going back to favorites we've ever been, aren't we, sir? Yeah. That's the... Yeah, that's the thing I think, you know, most people are very excited about, is how they are with this game, you know, really opening up a new door for opportunities in the Assassin's Creed franchise, because, as I also said, I was at first very skeptical about the whole going way back in history concept, but in the end, you know, I think it works, and um, I think one of the things I most, I am, um, you could say, mostly feared, feared maybe over-exaggerating a bit, but, uh, yeah, let's just say feared, um, was the fact that, you know, you there will be a lot of options we've had in the other games that you wouldn't have in this game, like uh, tech, your technology and uh, like opportunities with the shops and stuff. But from the gameplay I've seen, you know, it's no different. It's just the looks of this, like, let's say the tailors that are a little different. But other than that, you know, it looks completely identical to the other games we've had. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the whole going back in history and I'm also just excited about the new map um, I must say what about you oh, that map is ridiculous 
yeah, you know, it's we haven't even seen it really completely. But just take one look at it; it's huge, you know, and that's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. Absolutely. But with the other, with the other games, we were like slowly getting closer and closer and closer to kind of like present day time. But now yeah. we've got obviously, and that's know, the we're thing. Victoria, London, and now we're all the way back. Yeah, and that's the thing I definitely think is that also this uh, this new era here it it opens up doors to explore unexplored time in in history that we that we that exist in like the history we already know from like Altair all the way up to Jacob and Evie. and I think that's definitely interesting because then we can you know let's say jump to let's say um, 1350 just random number um, without it uh, like making no sense at all because I think you know going 500 years back in time just out of the blue is, is a little strange um, yeah. so yeah I think this is definitely a uh, it's definitely an interesting opportunity so um, so yeah and as you said the map yeah I've seen uh, I've seen different uh, I saw some different tweets uh, you know, people on forums that have been out of all the pictures we've seen so far trying to set the map together, and you know, it looks huge. Like, it really, really looks huge. Um, yeah, three and, times as big as Black Flags, but obviously, Black yeah. Flag was was pretty much mostly water. Absolutely. This is all, and so it'll be interesting to see yeah. actually how big it is when we actually play the game. And in the water in Black Flag, you know, there wasn't really anything special to explore. Like, you couldn't go underwater, um, only at like the, the wreckage sites. Uh, yeah, it was sides, wasn't it? Yeah, just compared to like other games, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, you know, uh, that map is huge as well. But most of that map is just you know a detailed underwater world. And that's what I'm yeah. really excited for about this game is the fact that you're finally going to be able to go underwater and like explore the world. And there's going to be crocodiles that are going to try to eat you up, and um, possibly other sea animals as well. And uh, I am a nature guy too, so I am personally very, very excited about this map. Um, I mean, you know, I loved, uh, I loved, loved, loved some of the, uh, you know, sceneries from Black Flag, sailing, sailing on the sunset, in the on, out on the water, um, and some of the big forests from Assassin's Creed 3 and Rogue. Absolutely love those too. So um, this is definitely for um, for everyone, I guess, who likes to explore. Uh, game maps that are filled with nature. This is the game for you, including me. So uh, yeah, um, yeah. Now, do you have anything to add to this, um, or should we jump to the next question? I have. No, we can jump straight to the next question. I think we've covered all that one. Yeah. As, but just in general, yeah, I think the things I'm most excited about is exploring here this new door that's being opened up for ancient history and the map. I'll say those two and the world, yeah, the world, the map, same thing. I'll say those are the two things I'm definitely the most excited for about the game and exploring the new era of Assassin's Creed here. Well, so, I think um, interesting as well is what's the reason why we're going back to ancient Egypt? You know, that's what I'm looking forward to finding out. That's definitely yeah. it. And I mean, from yeah. what we've heard so far, Ubisoft say is because we are going to explore the dawn of the creed. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, we're going to yeah, but we're going to discover that as the player, aren't we? But you know, in like present day, what's the present day story behind it? Yeah, why are we oh, going back? Yeah, all that's the, way? the. Oh, I didn't think that one through. Uh, I don't remember. Did Ubisoft confirm there's going to be modern day? I, 
they haven't given the, the, well they're drifting away from it aren't they they're not they're more focused about obviously the free demo and then Absolutely. obviously they'll probably compare a later date but i know i mean it's just that i'm thinking uh that's just also one thing i quickly wanted to cover the thing that it's ubisoft montreal making this game again i am like almost in tears because i'm so relieved not saying that assassin's creed syndicate sucked i didn't play unity so i'm not going to talk about that i haven't played that yet but Assassin's Creed Syndicate was great, but I think there were definitely some big things that we have seen in the other games that Ubisoft Quebec like excluded in both games from what I experienced in Syndicate and from what I know in Unity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Including... I, enjoyed, I enjoyed Syndicate. I definitely enjoyed it too. I thought, I thought it was awesome. Um, and there were definitely some awesome features and uh, an ex amazing map and... Uh, Awesome, uh, awesome like outfits and customization features and um, awesome missions. I, I really love the stealth system out of everything. That's probably the best thing. System brilliance. Yeah, the combat and uh, the stealth system was amazing. Um, but I just think, you know, modern day, I remember that when, uh, what was his name, uh, Mark Alexi Cote, creative director on that game, he said that uh, there was going to be modern day, like there in June 2015, like two years ago. Um, I was like, yes! And I was just like imagining, oh, what is this modern day story going to be like? A new third person story, new assassin? Um, and then in the end, I was kind of disappointed a bit. Um, we probably all were with the modern day. It's a whole, uh, it's like, it's a whole initiative. You know, you've got Bishop. Yeah. You know, we want to play modern day. We don't definitely. want to sit there and watch what happens. Definitely. We want to, we want to get back there. Yeah, and I definitely just... I mean, of course, I'd love a third-person thing where you can actually have like a hidden blade and such, like uh, the Desmond games. But even just yeah. something like Black Flag and Rogue would be nice too, because I actually enjoyed the modern day in at least Black Flag. Um, I actually kind of did. With Sean and Rebecca and exploring the Abstergo offices, and uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that, that modern day. I mean, it wasn't that deep, but I thought it was fun. Like, if you just wanted a break from sailing and stuff, you just, like, quickly went out of the Animus to hack a few computers there and there. So, uh, yeah. Now, uh, I think this question is getting out of hand, so uh, let's get to question two. Which is, what would you like to see the story consist of now that the game is focusing on the so-called Dawn of the Creed? That's a good question. Like... Yeah, we know we know those ancestors before Bayek, but I'd love to know what makes him, you know, come up with the Brotherhood. Why the wearing hoods? Definitely. Uh, why do you get feathers and you rub it over the uh, the wound when you've killed someone? You know, I just, I just can't wait to find out all the reasons Absolutely. why. Absolutely. Um, I um, I did a video in collaboration with Assassin's Creed Universe, um, the French channel. And um, there we, we focused on um, a bit on that, uh, from what we know, uh, there are some rumors saying that the story is going to be set, uh, focusing a bit on how Bayek is the last of the Medje, the Medje which is kind of this like uh, guardian of the village thingy, um, and how there's, uh, there's some uh, legal activities, let's just say like that, um, those are starting to take place in the village here, and then it's up to Bayek to, you know, um, stop those illegal actions, and um, and then, you know, he finds out that uh, this is a big, big plot, and uh, there are some big guys behind it, and that way, you know, he forms the Brotherhood and such. 
And uh, I must say, that concept, I, uh, I think that's promising. Um, that sounds good. But uh, as you also said, you know, I am very, you know, I, I'm excited. I definitely like to see in the story, you know, why, how the uh, insignia were made up, you know, the eagle, the eagle skull insignia and why they wear hoods, why the hidden blade and um, all that stuff. And um, you know the creed, the the guideline. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. That is definitely you know what I hope to see a lot of in the story. Um, you think we'll start with the Templars in this game, and that's the re maybe that's the reason why Bayek forms the Brotherhood. Absolutely. To, um, absolutely. I'd um, I'd like to I guess maybe see a story that in ways are similar to. Um, to maybe let's say Assassin's Creed like the Ezio trilogy a bit that maybe Assassin's Creed 2 that you know there's this larger Templar conspiracy and there are like multiple targets now that they are I mean I know there's still like a gap of like 1500 years between these two games but still you know they're still kind of more or less same time period as compared to like Syndicate technology wise let's say it like that yeah. Um, and that way, i definitely like to see a story, you know, Bayek, you know, really getting to the bottom of how, you know, he he learns of the Templars and uh, getting to know how dirty they really are and they'll do anything to achieve their goals and they're merciless. Um, and, you know, kind of like the Templar conspiracy, you know, we were getting to the bottom of in Assassin's Creed 2. Um, I thought that would be interesting. That would be. That would definitely be. Um, so, uh, yeah. I'd say, all in all, i like to see a story focusing on uh, why the Brotherhood is as it is and uh, why it is like we know it. You know, insignia, hood, outfits, blades, uh, motto, all that stuff. And a story of uh, really going deep into Templar. Dirty Templar business. So, do you have anything to add to this question, or should we skip to my third and final one? Yeah, we we'll skip to your third and final one. Should we? Right. We've got... You don't have anything to Would add that... to uh, what you like to see in the story? Well, um, like I said, obviously, we I'd love to see how the Templars formed as well. Um, and maybe that's the reason why Bayek forms the Brotherhood. But absolutely. then, will we see him recruit people at the end of the game? Absolutely, absolutely. That's also most of the stuff I've, I've talked about with other people and such. Um, I think the game is definitely going to focus on that, so uh, yeah. Now, let's uh, get to my third and final question. Do you think this game will be the beginning of a series of Assassin's Creed games that will be set in ancient history, focusing on the dawn of the Assassin Brotherhood? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think it will. I think these lines of new games are definitely going to be a trilogy. I think the next one could even be, we could even drift to ancient Greece. Hell, we could even go back to Rome, you know. Definitely. See the Roman Empire. You know? I wanted you to say that because yeah, I've talked with some other people before about that. I've even talked about it here on the podcast before um, with uh, with another with uh, some other people, and that's definitely it. I'm thinking ancient Rome. You know, would definitely you know that would almost I think be a prequel to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, maybe. Um, you know, focusing on the whole construction of Rome and um, maybe even some ties if that's possible to some of the antagonists we know from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Um, that could definitely be interesting. 
and I personally and I don't know that much about ancient Greece, but I know you know there were a whole lot of buildings and uh, democracy and uh, you know strong politicians and all that. So uh, that could definitely be a strong story as well, um, in my opinion, ancient Greece and ancient Rome for that matter. Um, so That's yeah, fine. that could be awesome. Well, but you don't know, and like you know, Julius Caesar could be the Templar leader. He could. Just um, don't this. I mean, uh, from what I remember, there, there, uh, I think I read in a game something about you know. Uh, you know, real history, but with a touch of fiction on it. Um, that there was like an assassin attempt on uh, Julius Caesar once. I don't yeah. remember. Am I correct? Did I read that somewhere? It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, it does. It do- it definitely does. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's just uh, leave that on the side. But yeah, definitely, I think ancient ancient Rome and ancient Greece could definitely be interesting. And I did. And what what do you think about the whole thing I said with the um, you know as many ties to brotherhood as possible, if that's possible? Yeah, it's you know it'd be interesting as well because the auditory family were assassins, so it'd be interesting to see you know go down yeah. in their family history where the assassins when Julius Caesar was there. Absolutely. If so, you know, we could uh, find out more about that. Yeah, because the Auditori family, or or I, I don't remember, did that start in Italy? Yeah, it did. Or I, I think, think I read something maybe, with the whole yes, thing, it, Altair, it goes back to Altair, and that how it's related to Desmond. It was something that someone related to Altair married an Italian. They bought this villa in the 13th century in Italy, and they took the name Auditori, and uh, it's a really complicated story. I think That's I, right, yeah. I think I read that somewhere in yeah, the AC2 data, Animus yeah, database. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I don't know if it would be possible focusing on the auditory, but I definitely think it could. Um, so, yeah, let's say, uh, just to conclude this a bit, that, yeah, let's say that, uh, that this is going to be, like, the start of an ancient history trilogy. You know, really... Um, explaining the whole beginning of the Brotherhood and uh, then after that we can you know start going up in history again to where Syndicate uh, left maybe um, or around there um, I don't know about you but uh, I personally think that would be great because I would also definitely like to return to like the more or less modern era with like the technology the pistols and stuff um, and I've said that many times on the show before. Uh, a setting I'd love, love, love to return to would be America. Uh, preferably North America, and kind of a story focusing on the aftermath of Assassin's Creed 3 and the American, uh, the North American Brotherhood and like Connor's legacy. But it could also be interesting, right. like uh, going down South, South America. Um, that could definitely also be great. Um, and. Um, the thing is just, I've also said that on the show before, I don't think we should move um, more or the more closer to modern day than we already are because I think Jack the Ripper, like 1888, is um, is the limit because then it gets too modern. I don't know about yeah. you, but definitely. Yeah. Um, it definitely does. I mean, I'd say if we were to have a setting 
that was maybe, let's say, at the dawn of the 19th century would be the Wild West, just completely out of the blue. But at the same time, I think that would be too much copying Red Dead Redemption, uh, Rockstar Games uh, uh... game too much. Um, and I think they would definitely have a hard time doing that um, without, I mean, it, it wouldn't be fun. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess to conclude this question, I mean, this might be the beginning of, a, of an ancient history uh, trilogy. I'd personally like to see it. I'm open for the idea of it. But after that, i definitely like to go back to where we are. Um, like yeah. here around the 18th century. And that's also it. Like, um, I don't want to get too much into historical settings. But a setting we haven't seen yet is the 16th or the 17th century, that is. You know, the 1600s. That is something we yeah. haven't seen yet. And there, I guess, it could make for a good Black Flag prequel. Um, because, you know, the golden age of piracy was from 1680 to 1720. Like, those four decades. Um, kind of like Assassin's Creed Rogue was a prequel to AC3, I guess. So, um, yeah. That could be great. Now, do you yeah, have any... Uh, were you saying something, sorry? No, uh, sorry, I didn't say nothing, no. Okay. My now, character, my hand's still Okay. Now, do you have anything to add to this question? Um, uh, is that a yes? Pretty covered there, I think. Alright. I agree with pretty yes. everything that you said. Alright. So, uh, yeah, that is all the questions I have for you, then. Now, do you have any questions you would like me to answer before we slowly wrap this up regarding this topic? Uh, no. Alright. Yeah, I think we have then. Alright then, uh, I will say this is probably the uh, shortest episode of the podcast today. Um, but uh, hell, I mean, that might even be a good thing considering the last episodes have been pretty freaking long. Like, uh, you I, know, think, I think as well, obviously, because we don't know too much about. Yeah, it might origin. be. It might be. But I still thought this would be yeah, an interesting topic to cover. It's just, you know, like previous episodes, like especially episode 5, or the, or not episode 5. Yeah, episode 5, 6, or sorry. Yeah, episode 5, 6, and the movie special I did back in December uh, with some lovely guests. Like, those were just like an hour long, and uh, then we just, for the two episodes I recorded after that, we just talked and talked and talked, and uh, that was uh, chaos. But then, um, and uh, yeah, so I actually think uh, having a shorter episode is uh, is actually only a good thing. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Alright. Now, I am getting too much into the length of these episodes. Now, I want to thank everyone for watching and listening to this return episode, I guess you can call it, of the Memory Corridor. And I hope every single one of you enjoyed listening to me and David discuss this topic as much as we enjoyed discussing it. To stay up to date on everything the Memory Corridor and more things Assassin's Creed, like my occasional Assassin's Creed photography I call hashtag Creedography. Links to my Twitter and Instagram will be in the description below should you be interested in checking that out, along with links to David's social media pages as I was said earlier on in the episode. Now, if you guys have any feedback and or topic ideas for the podcast here, feel more than free to share them with me in the comment section below. Um, as like I always say, it will probably go a long way in the process of making these episodes, not only for myself, but possibly for you sworn to the Brotherhood assassins out there as well. 
Now, once again, thanks times infinity for watching and listening, everyone. I hope to see all of you again for future episodes, and until those come out, stay safe, everyone, and keep this legendary community what it is. And finally, I also grant Mr. David Woodward the rank of Master of Assassin for our guest starring here in the episode. I hope you enjoyed uh, discussing this with me, and I also hope to see you reappear on the show some other time. It was a yeah, blast, we'll and uh, thanks once again. And uh, yes, thank you for having me on. Absolutely, no problem. I'm always looking for new guests for the show, so uh, yeah. <laughs> now, that sums it up for episode 7 of the Memory Corridor. Stay safe and active, everyone. See you later, assassins. Peace.